Relax and get loose while I put you up on game. The figure booth with Josh and Nate. This that podcast folk. Those in the know. Batman vs. Iron Man. How would it go? We talking one of a kind. Collectibles. Mezco toys are respectable. It's unacceptable. If it's not in the packaging, Nate don't take pics if you ain't rapping it. Nate's dirty tricks are always happening. But damn it, man. Don't you be stressing round here. We believe in plastic confessions. We trying to figure out the figures that's gonna stand the test of time. That G.I. Joe handmade hit me in the spine. There's perfection in the way that these toys are made. But I also wanna know do I pick Wade or Slade? So this is where I come to kick it with the guys. The figure booth. Like, comment, and subscribe. What is up? Welcome back, Toy Fam, to another episode of The Figure Booth. You've made it. I'm your host, Josh, a.k.a. Prime to the First. Hey, guys. This is Nate, a.k.a. FigureFan underscore Nate, and you've reached episode 46, which we're calling The Sanctuary. Yes, yes. The setup, the sanctuary, your your getaway from the craziness, your oasis. And this was actually... Your man cave uh, or woman man cave. cave. <clears throat> or, yeah, or woman cave. And it was a, it was a suggestion... From one of our listeners, uh, shout out to Star Marvel seventy six, gave us the great idea of just like, hey, let's talk about our man cave, our setup, um, and one, if we have a name for it, two, you know, how did you go about it? Because a mm-hmm. lot of us, we either have a huge room dedicated to our collection. Some of us, whether it's in the garage or it's outside or just one shelf. I remember at one point I only had like a small little closet dedicated to my collection, and now it's kind of spread out between like two rooms. Where I'm like, it's getting a little chaotic, and I want to, I want to organize it. But yeah, that's that's kind of going to be our theme for for today's episode. I love the idea. Uh, thank you, Star Marvel seventy six, aka Troop. Uh, speaking of Star Marvel seventy six, if you guys missed it, he's doing a really awesome uh, five star collaboration giveaway right now. Um, so if you guys post a toy photo, you can get entered into that. I think it's graffiti related. Uh, really awesome dial that he's giving away. But yeah, uh, the collection. Uh, awesome, awesome to, to gather. Yeah. Uh, can be kind of a hell to decorate. Yeah. And um, a lot of people maybe aren't even decorating, you know. But, like, you work your asses off to get these figures, you know. We're hunting. We're hunting pre-orders. We're doing yeah. all this stuff to acquire. But then some people don't take the extra effort to display that stuff or, you know, open it up and have some appreciation. You know, it's more yeah. of like the hunt sometimes is more important to some people than the display. But for me, the display and the appreciation is just as important, you know? Yeah. And I could see how, like, if you don't have the proper setup, then it's all about the hunt. And I think your collection strives on the hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always, I think that's ultimately a goal. Cause I, I, I know a lot of collectors go through their phases where depending on your, situation maybe you don't have a ton of display so it's continuous like rotation of a shelf like you know when i first started all i had was two shelves dedicated to my collection and i spent a lot of time hunting um but those two dedicated shelves like i would put a lot of time and thought into it on one i what i would open i tried not to be a, a mock collector after the crazy incident that happened with my storage unit and once i lost a good chunk i was like i'm gonna be just opening up stuff you know so i really mm-hmm. took the time to do a lot of rotation and really either pose or complete a team or there was always a kind of a goal set behind what I was hunting and really 
displaying them on those two shelves where the long-term goal in my mind, when I had those two shelves, I'm like, eventually I'll have a room or, you know, Detoff was the goal for a long time. I was like, I need to get a Detoff. I, I don't, I don't make it to a, a certain collector status until I have a Detoff. And I got three of them and they're full. And I'm like, am I happy with them? You know, like I need a good setup. Right. I see a lot of great setups out there. There's lights, there's a, there's, you can do like a whole effect. You can add dials to it. Um, so right now I'm just kind of looking at how do I want my setup? I have a couple of shelves back here behind me, um, but my detops are, are in, in my garage. <clears throat> and I don't know, it's, I, I want to get to a place where I'm like, I'm super happy with my collection. And I think right now it's just kind of chaotic. And I think a lot of us go through that. But do you have like a name for your your man cave? Uh, well, it's funny. I, I call Nate. it the Bat Cave. Oh, the Bat Cave, not Nate's I'm Nards. I'm just a huge, yeah, Nate's <laughs> Nards. <laughs> no, I did call it Prime's Privates for a while, yeah. but then my wife was like, "Wait, what does what? that mean?" Yeah, that's uh, weird. But yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's funny. I, I labeled my AC unit as the Bat Cave, so when yeah. I go into the app, but yeah, I kind of call it just my man cave, my Bat yeah. Cave. Yeah, it's very DC heavy. Um, and it's gone through a lot of different transitions, kind of like what you're talking about. Like when I first started collecting, everything was sort of collecting in boxes. You know, I had yeah. like maybe one bookcase or just like one part of my room that I could show off maybe a couple of figures. Mm -hmm. And the figures that I was showing were like, you know, top tier. You got to make sure oh, like okay. these are the best yeah. of the best. Yeah. Like my favorite ones that I'm showing off because that's yeah. a representation of me. And then I, I feel like there was also a kind of a weird phase where I didn't want to show it off because then, I don't know, I thought maybe for some weird reason, I thought it was weird to people or yeah. I wasn't <clears throat> as uh, willing to share that side of myself. You know, it's like when I first started my Instagram account, it was a different name. I didn't tell anybody about it. Uh, but then you start to realize, like, I've got appreciation. You know, I'm, I'm proud of what I have as a collector. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I said before, we work our butts off for it. It should be something that you hold up some value to displaying it. And sometimes it's a work in progress. Yeah. Maybe it's people waiting on another house so that you can get more space or you're in an apartment, you want to get to a house. Space is always a thing. That's what we're talking about. You know, manage your collection, having yeah. a focus. Um, but I think it should be something like a goal for anyone just to have some kind of display where they can appreciate their stuff. And mine is still kind of a work in progress. Like my whole setup has changed <clears throat> a few different times and it's still sort of, in that mid phase where I don't really know how I want it to be at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but I've sort of changed because I used to have a lot of my stuff behind me. Like I remember you, you remember. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. When we first started this podcast, I had a lot of stuff behind me and detolfs and bookshelves, but this is also where I work uh, for my day job yeah. and being at home because of the pandemic, being surrounded by toys, it can be really <laughs> distracting. Yeah. You know, um, so I started getting distracted and wanting to pull things and mess with stuff while I'm working. I'm like, okay, I got to have a separation between the two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of moved my stuff into another room and then I've got this as like my office, but you can see there's still, you know, there's Conan right there. Yeah. Um, and a few others around me. So they still kind of come into here. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I got to have something in here. Yeah. I just yeah. don't know. Like, I like your display. I know you've recently moved. Yeah. You've got some floating shelves. I know you got your detolfs, I think in your garage, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah. I put in some some floating shelves and then in front of me there's some um shelves that I put up and it has all my Spider-Man and Hulk just cuz I'm a huge Spidey and Hulk uh fanatic and I have 
just to see them right there and they're within hand's reach. I don't mess with them too much, but seeing them gives me enough satisfaction. I'm like, all right, cool. Kind of keeping the collection in mind. I always appreciate seeing those individuals that have like a, a concise collection where there's like a theme to it or, you know, each shelf or each detox is one whole series, whether it's Star Wars related or TMNT. Um, and, and it goes with like a lot of um, artwork too. I think with mm -hmm. collectors, there, there's a nice blend of not only collecting extra figures, but then there's a lot of artwork, obviously comic books that kind of started it, started everything. So that to me is like one of my pain points where I can't display all my comic books. I have a couple like picture frames where some of my favorite comics and comics that I've gotten signed from different cons and stuff like that. But I would love to have a space where I can have more of my comics easily available so I can just sit down and read a couple of trades or, or, or whatnot. But they're kind of stashed away just because, again, space. Um, and then mm -hmm. having the comics out every time, it's like they get in the way, stuff like that. So right now, I think I'm in the process of just like, one, really trimming down the collection because I have so much. Like, I hate seeing my stuff in bins and boxed up. Like, I'd rather just sell yeah. um, Right. <clears throat> And, and then just cleaning up the collection and having it clear, concise, like, okay, what do I want to really stick to? And I know we've kind of talked about this a couple of times, but it's giving you that satisfaction where I always see those collections, whether it's on IG or or someone's house where another one of my buddies, and he shows me his collection. I'm like, yeah, that, this is clean. And a lot of times they do put a lot of work into it. I know a lot of guys where they get new stuff, they, they sell the old figures and they replace them with new ones. And sometimes that's I think I can appreciate that from a collector standpoint where it's like they have they don't have that attachment. They can just sell it and replace it with a new and better figure. I think I'm getting to that point where I'm like, you know what? I've had this Toy Biz Legend or this Hasbro and I have like 50 Wolverines. I should get rid of at least like 40 of them or 45 of them and just have five Wolverines or maybe 49 of them and have one good solid Wolverine, which is really hard. I mm -hmm. think. It's really tough to, mm -hmm. like you said, go through and like I've got. 50 different Batman. Yeah. Do I really need all these? Probably yeah. not. So being more willing to let go of stuff, but as I've collected and as I've displayed, there's been some that have sort of cycled out. Like, okay, yeah. this, when I first got in the NECA 89 Batman, it was like the center of my display. Now it's more right. of like, eh, that's kind of <laughs> That's back. crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. My, my detox were like the, the, the apple or the bread and butter of my collection. And now mm -hmm. they're like downstairs in my garage. I, I see them when I go into the shop every once in a while, but sometimes they're blocked by boxes, you know, that I don't put them out and take care of them or appreciate them as much as I used to. Whereas I think something, one, there's a, there's a love-hate relationship with, with Detops. You can sneeze and it creates like this domino <laughs> effect where one figure will fall. So right now there's a couple of shelves in the Detop where things are just toppled. There's some Mescos toppled over. Joker always falls over. Um, it's usually like some of my mescos that that end up falling over. Some of my mafics that fell over. And I, after a while, I'm like, eh, mm -hmm. like whatever. But I think an old me would walk by and be like, what? You can need a fix. I used to fix that all the time. Now I'm like, I eh, just let them topple over. I'm like, I'm like that. I think that's starting to tell me something. I'm like, I don't, I don't care as much for the detox. So I need to change it up and put them into a different type of setup. That's when I was like, you know what? I, I need to change my layout because mm -hmm. if I'm letting them sit there and they're all like, you know, falling over, they they don't look nice. Yeah, and you kind of hit the nail on the head. Like, detops are great because, yes, it's a full glass display piece. Yeah. Supposed to be reducing the dust, although I didn't really ever see that. I still, mine got very dusty. Yep. Um, detops are a little finicky because, you know, you can open the door, the door is stuck with magnets. If you pull it a little too hard, it shakes the whole damn thing. Oh, yes. And then you've got all of your figures just all over the place. 
and then trying to reach back and get one of your figures that are in the back. Like I almost just don't do it because I'm like, ah, that's going to tip over or it's going to knock something else over. So detops yeah. are great, but they're also a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. It's almost I'm like actually wanna, trying to, it's almost like if you want to put something in there, something you're not going to ever take out or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's a collector's piece. I'm never going to touch it. Okay. I'll put it at the back of the detop. That way I don't have to worry about it. But even at the front, and if you're trying to fill those up, uh -huh. you know, they start to get, they can burst at the seams or, you know, how many rows of Mezco can I fit in one detail? Yeah. Okay. Maybe yeah. five rows, but talk about something that's like so sensitive to being touched. Yeah. You know, if you bump into that or something, you're screwed. And it's um, always, it's always know. good talking. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, if you're not dusting that stuff, yeah. it can get dirty and nasty looking pretty quickly, which if you're really trying to display that, you got to be good about dusting and taking figures out, cleaning it off, putting yeah. figures back. You know, that's just, it's a pain in the ass. No, that's true. They do get hella dusty. And I'm like, how, well, I mean, obviously mine because it's in the garage and, you know, I have my my other workshop stuff going on in there. But even before when I was in my previous house, they would still get dusty. And I'm like, how are they getting so dusty? Like, it was just crazy. Even the inside, they, you know, you remove them, you see a little footprints on the glass. But what I was going to say was, it's also great talking to other collectors about their setup because like Mario always recommends the Billy bookcases for the display. And I got one for my son for his Jurassic Park and his Lego sets. And I and immediately I set it all up. And I'm like, way better, way better than, than my setup. And it's easier. He can change it around as he wants. Don't have to worry about yeah. the glass. Um, it, it's just, I don't know. It's just so much easier to manage. Um, and it kind of gives you an idea of like where to, you can adjust the shelves, which I know, I don't think you can do that with the detox, but. No, you can't. Yeah, uh, they're pretty specific in one area because you have like the metal, the wire frame. Oh, that's right. Yep, the wire frame. Yeah. So you have to make sure that the glass is sitting on that. Yeah. So yeah, you can't really switch it up. And I, I like the Billies too. That's what I'm thinking about to go with next because there's a lot of different variations of Billies. You know, like yeah. there's the open ones, which are great. You can mod them pretty easily. Then you also have the Billies that have the closing door with yep. the glass. Yeah. That's kind of what I want to upgrade to at some point. With the closing that, door, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting away from Detolfs and actually sold off a few of mine yeah. just so I can encourage myself to maybe get a Billy or look at different possibilities Yeah. Uh, for there, how I want to display my stuff. There is a super limited rare Billy. It's a Billy Mooncase. It's all armored. You can put your collection <laughs> there and the Billy Mooncase, nothing happens. They don't get dusty. Your figures still fall. They actually increase in value. Um, he needs to patent that. Call IKEA. Be like, hey, Billy I've got Moon a new case. case for you. The Billy Moon bookcase. Yeah. On the side, it and, says uh, Walmart's trash. So it constantly reminds <laughs> you to not go to Walmart. But I yeah. think I am going to get some Billy bookcases. Um, I don't know if I'll get the door. We'll see. But I need to unload a bunch of my uh, collection first so I can really see what I want to keep. And that's part of about too is like, how do you manage that space that you have? Like you talked about. Um, yeah. Some people's collection is a closet full of stuff, which yeah. maybe that works for you right now in your right. current space. It could be a basement. Maybe it's your attic. Maybe it's uh, inside of your closet. You know, maybe you're yeah. displaying inside your closet. Uh, yeah. It's rare. You know, I'm thankful that I have a room that I can actually devote to just my stuff. And Prime's also fortunate that way. But I know yeah. there's a lot of people that don't have that. Yeah. So do you let it start to invade you? you know, your living room or, 
you know, what do you do with it? And and if you are going to display something, how do you manage what gets displayed? What stays in the box? You know, is it something that's important to you? Or like, it sounds like for me in Prime, it's probably stuff that is personally uh, important, something that has a personal attachment to us. Right. Is that how you kind of choose what you display? Or is it like, is it pretty random sometimes? Some, sometimes it feels like it's random. I think when I'm not really focused and I'm just like collecting and collecting, like there was a point these shelves just got, I would look back and I'm like, I didn't even know I had that figure. Like how the hell did Baron Zemo from the MCU get back there? Um, there's a couple <laughs> figures where I'm like, well, like I got, yes, I got them on sale 10 bucks, but I'm like, I need to be smarter with the figures I pick up just because I don't want to end up with a bunch of randomness. Like I like seeing, um, a cohesive collection where I'm like, oh, great. Like this is so now I'm really being aware of like what I'm collecting. I mean, and, and yeah. for a point, for a moment there, I was really conscious of what I was getting. I was really strictly sticking to legends and Mezco. That was it. And I was completing teams and I was just solely focused on if it's not helping me complete the team, then I'm not going to pick them up. I could care less about the build a figure. And then FOMO got me and I was like, oh, I need the, I need to build a figure. Cause now I started this whole like, I want to complete just build the figures and I have like a full shelf in my detox. I think it's like two shelves just of all the build the figures from like the last couple of years. And I had some classic build the figures. And then so I was like, okay, now, so now that's mm -hmm. it. Like I'm collecting build the figures. Like the collection kind of changed path as, as you start collecting. Um, I think it's, it's yeah. good to just be aware of that and reflect like, okay, I'm changing paths again. I was getting to the 118 scale really hardcore. I think I've stopped. I'm just I, I'm at a point where I just need to figure out, OK, what do I want to do? Because I have so much and I don't want to end up with stuff in my closet or stuff under my desk. And it's just like boxes and box. Like I had a bunch of stuff underneath this desk right. where I was like, I need to open it up or I should just sell it because it sucks. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. it does suck if I have enough space to uh, display it, but I'm not taking advantage of it. I'm like, am I really collecting for because I want to or am I just trying to keep up? And I think that's hard right. for, no. for collectors to admit. No, it's so true. And I think there's probably a lot of people listening and even myself, sometimes when you think about it, like, am I collecting for the the yeah. race? Yeah. Or am I collecting really for myself? I mean, just think how much time and money and just personal investment that you not really waste, but I guess invest into yeah. this hobby. Yeah. And if all you're doing with that is keeping that in the box and not even opening it up to appreciate it, like, What's really what is it that you're really after? Yeah, you know. So I think having, yeah, having a collection goal in mind not not just a goal like we've talked about in the past, but having a display goal. Yeah, yeah. Or goal. something like Prime's point, like am I trying to complete a team? Yeah. What kind of display do I want to have? You know, when you watch streams like what me and Prime do, or even others like Toy Migos toying around, <clears> you name it, unparalleled your eyes start to wonder you look back there you're like okay what does he have yeah you know, what does it's, he have on display and really sweet setups too like i know kevin yeah. has a certain shelf dedicated that he changes depending on what the and that's great he has that even uh -huh. though he has like a bunch of stuff to always unbox but he has a dedicated like this is my rotating you know content right. shelf um mm -hmm. wade has some a really nice setup where he has a bunch of legends set up in the background that displayed very nicely it's easy to get to stuff like that um Toy even Bingo's, we were you know, talking to wade Sorry to interrupt you, but Go ahead. I remember when we were talking to yeah. Wade, he had said, like, it's taken me a while to get it this way. Yeah. Because he had his spider shack, which yeah. sounded like a, a shed in his backyard where he was yeah. doing probably a lot of his reviews and stuff. And he didn't get to display stuff like he wanted to. And now he's moved into this room where it's kind of gotten to the point where he wants it. 
Yeah. It's got all these different display options, but it took him a while to get there, you know? For sure. Um, and like you said, Toy Migos, you see mm -hmm. playing with myself, see Chaney, yep. uh, even Ernie. A lot of those guys have really great big rooms where they're displaying lots of figures, you know? And, and you know, they put thought into it. At least it looks, I, I don't know about Adam. Like I, know, I know Josh and, and, <laughs> uh, and Ernie put a lot of thought into their display. Adam just throws stuff everywhere. But, you know, you see that, and I, I think that's that's a aspiration for the rest of us. The younger collectors are the ones that are just stepping in, and be like, "Oh, that's that should, that's what I should kind of keep in the back of my mind, where my collection should be some type of like, it should be uh uh what do you call like a lighthouse? Seeing these other collectors, use them mm -hmm. as a lighthouse for 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 them to guide you on how you want your display eventually, because that's when I would see different um, and see when I was collecting, it wasn't really. There wasn't a whole much streaming going on, but I would see pictures of people's collections and stuff like that, where Detoff was like, that was the thing. So Detoff was like my lighthouse for the longest time where I oh, didn't yeah. feel like I was the standard collector until I got Detoff. And I had to get more than one. I couldn't just get one. I had to get, I think, uh, I think I have three or four. It's like you had to line them up. There was a certain criteria you had to meet back in the day, whereas now you can see different people's displays and you're like, you know, like x 87 he has a wicked display setup where a lot of his followers and, and people in the community, you know, they they use these individuals as pillars where that's where they want to get their collection up to um and it's it's keeping it realistic like when i first started out it was a closet in tiny tiny little closet and it, i had most of my stuff boxes and it was like one shelf or i'd use a bunch of thumbtacks just to pin the the boxes because i couldn't even take them out that's how limited space i had but i knew in the back of my mind i was like i'm gonna one day have some detox i'm gonna open right. up everything and when i get to that point it's gonna be like christmas every day because i was just opening up stuff um, and it's been, you know, looking back, I'm like, I remember that looking in my tiny little closet and feeling like crap. I'm like, this sucks. I'm a crappy collector. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the way that I want it to be. No, you know? it doesn't. But you had a goal. Out. You had a display goal in your mind. Yeah. So maybe that's yeah, one of those other goals that we tell people to have not only a collection goal, but a display goal. So like when you get that figure, think about where you're going to display it or where do you want to display it? Is it going to be, yeah. you know, in your, and maybe have, if you have more than one detox, Think of different themes for your Detoffs. Yeah. Like this is my Mezco Detoff, or this is yeah. my DC Detoff, or oh, this yeah. is my TMNT Detoff. Like keep it somewhat organized. I think that might help as well with what you collect. Because as you're looking at those Detoffs and you're like, I'm looking at my TMNT, like, huh, I'm missing a Rat King. I yeah. need to have a Rat King. So yeah. the next time I see a Rat King, I'm going to pick one up, you know, because yep. it's, a, it's a piece of my display that I think is a, it's missing and it's bothering me and I don't like it. Yeah, no, you know, and it's, it's, it's kind of a, a fun distressor too to kind of organize and, and kind of streamline your collection and give them either yeah. a genre or or a specific line. And don't make it like um, one thing I used to do is I would make my display as like a first starting point for opening a figure. So it's like I'd open it and then I'd just throw in this display because I didn't know where else to put it. Yeah, yeah. So you end up getting one detail that's just extremely messy of just new figures yep. being added all the time. There's got no organization to it, but it's only yeah. because I didn't know where else to put it. Yeah. Um, so I was actually been doing that with some of my, because I have a detail and bookcase in my other room. Yeah. And I've been noticing that it's been filling up with newer stuff because okay. um, I'm not paying as much attention to it. So I went through this weekend and just sort of really sort of organizing. Yeah. And sometimes it's the organization that can really help kind of spur some new ideas for your display yeah 
you know, like as I'm putting things away to store, cause I'm starting to collect my loose stuff in like bags and then I'll put it in like a plastic yep. bin yeah, and then use that for loose stuff rather than just putting it straight onto the bookshelf. Um, but then it made me just kind of go through and rethink like, okay, some of the stuff that's in this bin, should I just start selling this? Like I'm at yep. prime's point where yeah. <laughs> I'm getting so sick of just having so much stuff. Yeah. And you know, I'm sure my wife is too. Yeah. Um, you know, where are you going to put all this when we move? What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, you know, it just makes you really think about it, but yeah, yeah, it all comes back to that display and what I want it to look like and what I want to be in the display, what I want to represent me as a collector, not what's popular, not what's cool, not what is most valuable, but what is it that I'm interested in as a collector? What is it that really appeals to me? That's yeah. what I think we need to start remembering. Yeah. And the display goal, like also like kind of keeps you grounded where it should not let you get so out of control with your collection. Cause if you start collecting everything, you're going to like, you know, I had that closet yes. and it was literally tiny. So I was like, I know I can't collect everything I want because at the same time I needed to save money to get out of that little tiny apartment I was in. I'm like, I, if I need bigger space, that means I'm going to have to have or make more money, you know, go and get a better job. So that means my collection is not have to be put on pause so I can, you know, go finish school or go get that promotion or, you know, so it's like we have to be able to, I don't juggle the collection focus. And then it's like, okay, I got to put a pin on you. I'm going to go get some more money. I'm going to go do my hustle, come back. Great. Now I got a big house or I got a bigger place or a, a dedicated room or a garage, whatever, you mm -hmm. know, fill in the blank. Now, now I can take you out of this tiny little closet and then put some shelves up. But I think the display goal really helps you motivate it should motivate a collector to be like, Hey, I shouldn't go so hard and then just, you know, fill up this closet. Cause then I'm going to run out of room or I'm going to, you know, just stress myself out or stress the relationship out with whoever I have, <clears throat> whether it's my family or my significant other. But I think that always kind of grounded me where I was like, I can't get too crazy. And yes, mm -hmm. I would be missing out on stuff, but I'm like, I'll catch up. I'll either buy it later or I'll buy something new. And a lot of stuff that I've missed out on, like there's already been reissues or other companies started doing them. And now, I mean, look at the plethora of action figures that are out there. It's it's easy to be like, oh yeah, I did want that one figure, but now there's a better one. Or now I can get it from a third party company. Right. No, that's a really good point. Like if you keep stuff in a closet, it almost hides the problem a little bit. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like you're almost just trying to hide it away. Like, I'm just going to stick all this stuff into a closet. Uh -huh. Don't let the wife look in there. If she needs something, I'll get it myself. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, that's eh, kind of a problem too. Cause you don't want to, you don't want it to be this like dirty little secret that your wife's going to find someday and blow up on you. Yeah. You know, it should be something that you're proud of displaying so that if your wife or your significant other goes in there, they're like, Hey, that display is kind of cool. I like that figure. Yeah. Where'd you get that one? You know, it starts yeah. a conversation rather than starting an argument. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, keep your keep your significant others involved in your collecting habits. I think it's a lot easier that way rather than trying to keep it some kind of secret. And the display is a good way to do that because then that encourages them too. like, hey, if you have something that you're proud of, you display it. Like, let's yeah. work on our displays together. What do you think yeah. looks good? Tell me what you think looks good so that we have a good feeling about the house and how things are displayed. Let's make it like a group project thing, something I can get involved with you. So like if my wife's collecting something, I can help you display it. Like here's yeah. different ideas that I have, you know, just yeah. make it like a fun project. Oh yeah. And then, you know, don't get so stuck in one thing being in your display. Think about different ways that you can switch it up over time or as your collecting habits change or as you get those new figures that Prime's talking about, it might encourage you to break something out of a box that you haven't broken yeah. out before just because you want to put it on display. 
And then it might also make you think of figures that you have in there like, okay, I do have a new updated version of this. Do I really need these four old ones that I've been holding on to for so long? Mm -hmm. Or can I let this go and just have this one be my main display piece? Yeah. You know, I feel like uh, Foosh does that a lot, but he's always saying like, my display is getting out of control. Yeah. But if I'm thinking about it, what do I want to be the main representation of this character on the shelf? You know? Right. And there are so many Spideys out there. And if you're a Spidey collector, it's a hard thing because there are a bunch of different ones, but Ton. just kind of look at it like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. what do you want to represent that collection for you? Because that's what people yeah. are going to see. Yeah. They're not going to know that you have 50 figures in the closet that are all very valuable. Yeah. And at yeah. the end of the day, you know, you never see a U-Haul behind a hearse. So okay. <laughs> can't take it with you. Right. Yeah. That's another thing, too. I think about like what's going to happen to my collection when I'm gone. Yeah. Not that's you know? going to, it, Vulture's going to come by and just pick it apart. Yeah. The only person that cares about it as much as I do is me. Yeah. That's pretty uh, much, yeah. My wife doesn't care. They're going to yeah. want to get rid of it, sell it, get money back. Um, dollar, so fire, dollar fire sale. Dollar twenty five. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not taking the time to enjoy that and display it, you don't know when's your last day. You know, I don't mean to be. Uh, <laughs> we're going to end the topic but, on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to go dark, but just you don't know how much time you have. So yeah. enjoy the hobby. Enjoy the work that you're doing to put in to get those figures, because I think we all focus so much on the acquisition. Yeah, we don't really focus enough on the enjoyment. Yeah. And displaying figures is part of that process. So don't forget that. We would love to hear from you guys too. Like, how do you have display? Yeah. Are there things that you've done that you recommend to us? Are there maybe something other than a Billy bookcase or a detail that you use that you think is awesome? Yeah. I'm open to ideas right now because I'm trying to figure out what I want from my display. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. Same here. But yeah. Great topic. Uh, thank you to, uh, Mr. Star Marvel 76 himself. I would yeah, love to hear cool. how he has his stuff displayed. Um, I think it's a good topic. Or, you know, what's what's some of your new ideas? Like, um, there's a guy that follow Rendy Toys on Instagram. Yeah. It seems like in his living room, he's got like this kind of acrylic shelf system. And it's just like boom, 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 boom figures. And he goes in there, and he picks one up and does a new photo. I don't know if I would be brave enough to put an acrylic setup like in my living room, but I thought yeah. it's really cool display. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like his whole family is involved in his collection, which is kind of cool. awesome. Yeah. So I wonder if there's more out there that we're just not aware of because people yeah. don't share as much, you know? Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I'd love to hear from that. Cool. Anything else you want to say about that or no, that's, I think it's a good segue where we talk about, Hey, you can't keep take the stuff with you. <laughs> So we're going to follow up with pre-orders. <laughs> Pre-order time. Yeah. Get those wallets ready. Uh, get the wallets ready because uh, they're coming for it. And with Toy Fair, uh, holy shit, has there been a lot of new reveals and new stuff coming. Yeah. Um, we could go through each single one. I know we've done this in a live, but maybe just focus on some of your top ones. Yeah. Like when you think about Mezco, what's one of your top reveals? You're like, okay. Oh, uh, the top. That's what I'm gonna have to get. Damn, that's really good. Um, I think the one that, jeez, uh, I'm I'm probably I can't even like, it's just crazy because I think NECA just floored me with the reveals that it's hard for me to. I know Mesco had some really good reveals, yeah. but the Storm Shadow really had me like that perk because the Snake Eyes was like eh, but the Storm Shadow was like oh cool, 
something about mm-hmm. Mesco doing an all white figure. Like I have their Moon Knight and I have the PX Magneto. They look stellar. Like the white is like a really, really bright white. It looks killer. So I'm excited to see that Storm Shadow. I think Storm Shadow um, was the one for me for Mesco. Yeah, I think I would say Storm Shadow. Yeah, Storm Shadow looks really cool. I, I want to see how it comes out because um, I think they just released a classified, but he's one that when I think about figures, there's not a whole lot of options out there yeah. for a good Storm Shadow, you know? Yeah. And that in the Mezco style with the cloth goods, yeah, I, I think, think it's going to be really fit. Yeah, it could really fit the aesthetic really well. And just that teaser alone, you can see like the little gi and he's got yeah. his cobra symbol. And it just looks really nice just right off the bat. And if you're only seeing a very small portion of the yeah. figure. So, yeah, I think it looks it's going to be one of those stunner figures. For me, it's the Mezco Robin. Um, oh, yeah. See, I totally forgot about definitely that. A, definitely yeah. takes the cake in yeah. most exciting releases. Um, I really want to see how that comes out. If we're going to see different variants, different styles of Robin, who knows? But I'm very excited for that. Yeah. That could open, of, eventually open up like a classic Robin, like the Daisy Duke Robin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Daisy Duke Robin. Uh, yeah, with little short shorts on and, yeah. you know, skin tights. And you could go Burt Ward style, like super oh, yeah. old school 66 yeah. Batman. That'd be cool. Um, speaking of Batman, though, they did release um this is a different picture but it basically told us this is coming the batman and two-face two-pack yep definitely getting this one yeah yeah definitely Uh, i like the old school batman looks like a brave and the bold version these look uh we talked about this a little bit these look a little bit more migo-ish yeah i guess um, although their heads do look a bit smaller, Two Face's head looks kind of big. Yeah, but I like the classic suit on Two Face. Yeah, he looks really good. Um, yeah, because I felt like with that first version of Two Face, they went with like a new modern kind of look yeah. with the red and the black, and the purple and the orange is kind of like that classic style a lot of us were looking for. Plus, with the green face, you don't realize that yeah. in the classic comics, he had the green face yeah. instead of the red scarred face. And I'm surprised they haven't done like a PX version of black and white. Like they, they were so known for that so quickly. Right. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Uh, you would think they would get that by now. Um, but yeah, I'll be, I'll be interested to see, for one, how much the price is going to be. Like how much do you think this is going to cost? Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 180. Yeah, I was thinking it's going to be 180 or 200. Yeah. Very close to that. Because if you think about it, like some Mezco exclusives at $112, you know, with your two figures in here, hopefully they shave off a little bit of the price. Like you're not paying full price for two different figures. But yeah, I think 180 to 200 is pretty fair bet. Um, I can't remember the last time we got a two pack though. Uh, the Popeye and Bluto. Popeye and Bluto. Yeah. Uh, do you remember how much that was? Because I don't remember. I, I don't. That's a yeah. unfortunate. I think it was close to 200 bucks. Yeah, I think you're right. But yeah, I, don't, I, I can't remember how much that stuff costs, but I, I'll, I'll be interested to see what it's going to cost from Mezco because, uh, you know, I just don't know what to expect here. Um, but yeah, by the time this goes up, we already know because I think it goes yeah. up uh, very soon. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know if the Spider-Man that was released during Toy Fair, Spider-Man Green Goblin, if that's going to be like another two-pack. It didn't say yeah. it in the solicitation. 
Uh-huh. But I they showed both figures yeah. at the same time. And then they have the Dick Tracy two-pack yep. at some point. I was, I'm surprised we didn't get that first. Yeah. You know? That we haven't got that solicited. Yeah, I think that was uh, teased first, but we haven't seen a pre-order for that yet. So I don't know when that's going to pop up. Um, and then there's obviously the, the Mezco TMNT tease they gave us during Toy Fair. Yeah. That's really, that's, really exciting. That's going to be like what? In the 400s? It's like the Fantastic Four. Gosh, probably. Yeah. It's going to be at least $420, like yeah. Fantastic Four. But, you know, I think Fantastic Four warrants that price, in my opinion, because you've got yeah. cloth goods and all those figures. Yeah. They've it's got a lot fun. of extra stuff that's coming with it. You got the Herbie that's coming with it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. When you think about TMNT, they don't have the cloth goods. So they're going to have to, in my opinion, they're going to have to make up for that somewhere else. Yeah, that's true. Whether it's accessories or articulation, I don't know what it is that yeah, could really. A bunch of head sculpts, something. Bunch of head sculpts, maybe they throw in Splinter as a free edition or something, yeah. you know, something like that. But crazy. if they're trying to pull a $420 price tag for a turtle figure that has no clothes on it, I'm going to yeah. be kind of questioning that. Like, mm, yeah, this doesn't seem worth it to me. It's not, no, I wouldn't. You know, yeah, I've got NECA that's giving me turtles at a Wait. much better price point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally happy with that stuff. So, what is the incentive for Mezco to pull? Yeah, it's gonna be hard line? to compete for for 125 for a four pack from NECA to 400 or three. Let's say it's 300 from Mezco. Right. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Uh, but that's one of the bigger reveals that really stuck with me. Uh, but you did mention NECA, and NECA had some doozies, man. Yeah. I, um, wow. Let me see. Some of these have already popped up on BBTS, so that's what I'm pulling up right now. But I love this new slash. Yeah, I'm getting that slash. That's yeah. He looks so good. I prefer his that look over the cartoon one that he came out like with one goofy eye and the other like. Mm -hmm. I remember the Playmate was like close to that arcade game color, but I just I wasn't too crazy about the arcade version one, the Team and Team Time. This one I really like. Yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, totally agree with what you're saying. Like, I would prefer this look for Slash because he looks yeah. very comic accurate. He's not as colorful and kind of goofy looking like some of the arcade ones yeah. have been. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of how this comes out. And it looks like it's probably about the same size as the Turtles in Disguise. That looks cool. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know for sure, but that would be cool if it was. I don't think you get this ooze, but I like how it's part of the photo here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm wondering what all he comes with. So you've got like the Wolverine claws. Mm hmm. Yeah. He's got the shoulder pads. He's got a couple got a weapon stuff. weapons here. Yeah, that's the curved sigh, which is very unique to Slash. It's I like so his cool. turtle shell. Yeah. It's got it's, all the spikes in it. Looks really good. Really cool. Awesome release. Uh, oh, wait. Here it kind of shows you what you're getting. You don't get a ton of stuff in here, but you do get some oh, a couple signature slash. Yeah. yeah. $37. Not bad for NECA. Although I, I feel like, you know, we're talking about NECA's being $20, $25. They've, They've slowly gone up. gone up in price, too. Yeah. You know, Almost 40 bucks. Um, a lot of these new ones are around the $40 price range. I don't know anything about this Renit. Yeah. Uh, figure Renit. Renit. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. From Mirage Comics. Uh, I guess this is uh, one of the Turtle comic books. Um, I don't know. 
Prentice Time Master prefers playing hooky to hitting the books. It meets the turtles while skipping out on her studies. Interesting. Huh. Uh, I'd be curious if anybody really gets excited about this one or knows who this person <laughs> is, because yeah. I don't know much about this. It's one of those figures I've never heard anything about. What's up with the floating head, man? That looks I don't really know about cool. that. You might have to yeah. get it for the head. I do like the uh, the deco though. On like you can see the the lines, the line work. Yeah. You know, it looks kind of comic-ish, kind of like that yeah, Slash okay. did. Yeah. Last Ronin. Uh, this is the armored one. This is a huge surprise for people that, oops, are comic readers. Um, you know, if this is one of the comics you've read recently, this is really hitting home. Kind of surprised that we didn't get this a little earlier. I'm surprised nobody gave us a Ronin figure earlier than this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, really exciting. Either you way, picking up this one, I think I might have to. Man, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm gonna get another Ronin figure. I mean, this to me, this would be a better Mezco. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I felt like when Mezco was teasing TMNT, maybe they were teasing, I thought they were teasing the last Ronin. Oh, yeah, like hey, totally. we're not gonna do them all, but we'll do this last Ronin because last Ronin in the comic has all of this, all these clothes that he wears to hide right. who he is, all that ninja stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, and he's an older turtle. You know, he's the only surviving brother. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody that hasn't read the comic, but he's basically the last turtle that uses all the weapons. He's like the combination of all oh, four that's cool. turtles. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, but yeah, very exciting release. Another one that's $37. Um, and then you've got Mikey as the mummy. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Looks really good. Man, this one's also good. Yeah, it looks really great. Shout out to DGDX who did the uh, animation. That guy's skills are bar none. Um, what he's able to do really sold the figure for me. I said this on the live. The only thing I wish that they would have included is a bandaged head sculpt. Yeah, that does seem like it's kind of missing. Because mm -hmm. they've got the they've got the bandaged neck, but no bandaged head sculpt. Yeah, uh, they did do that classic kind of. Uh, throwback for the rotted face yeah that's um, uh yeah it's supposed to be a recreation of the rotted suit from the first movie yeah and seeing this the picture of all three of them together it, it, man it looks really good can't wait to complete the set or see when they all come out we have leo raf and and mikey right here so it's just seeing those three together i mean it looks really good yeah and they it's i think on the raf box it teased that i think we're getting april is bright and frankenstein oh yeah that's and right. then they showed two other characters, which I don't know. One of them has to be Donnie, which I don't know if that's going to be a Wolfman or how Donnie's going to kind of, if he's going to be a Dracula, I don't really know. Yeah. Um, but on BBTS, surprisingly, Leo is now out of stock. Oh, wow. Which is weird. I think it's on Entertainment Earth, so you can still get it there. Yeah. But out of these three, Leo's probably the one I thought was going to last the longest. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He looks great, but... These and two maybe are the just ones, people you know. completing the team now, you know, because I think Raffles was a solid hit. Leo was kind of like a, but once they saw Mikey, they're like, oh, we got to get Leo because we know now that we want all four turtles. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, yeah, a lot of cool stuff though. You got the esophagus, uh, esophagus, did I say? Yeah, esophagus, es escarphagus, escarphagus. <laughs> I'm saying esophagus and that's not what I mean. Uh, I can't remember what I'm trying to say. Uh, the thing that came with the mummy. With the mummy? Yeah, yeah, what is we'll it? 
there you go. Sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. <laughs> Circumference. Esophagus. Sarcophagus. <laughs> oh my God. Somebody's going to murder me for that one. But yeah, this is cool. <laughs> Accessory pack. Yeah. I, I won't go through all good. the Toy Fair releases. I know we got a lot of stuff, but yeah. Um, and then you got the two packs that were released today. You get the Granitor and the um, Crooked Ninja Foot Clan. I think they're going up for a two week pre on NECA. Oh, that's a couple yeah. others. The yeah. accessory pack went up today too. No, the accessory pack didn't go up. So yeah, you get the. That's another thing you just announced. Uh, TMNT two Secret of the Ooze four pack and the accessory pack. That's going to be a two week pre at some point. Nice. Hasn't gone up yet. I think okay. they're going to do the first two weeks with these two two packs they just put up today. Those are going to last for two weeks, and then when those go down, they'll probably put up the new Secret of the Ooze figures. Nice. Cool. Yeah, lots of stuff. Uh, I know we missed some things there, guys. We don't. We could spend an entire episode just talking yeah. about that, which we've already kind of done already. Um, so I don't go through that again in so much detail. But anything I'm missing there, Prime, that we uh, wanted to mention? No, I I think we covered the at least the high the highlights, the key key ones that we wanted to cover, and the ones that really got my attention. It was just those two, uh, some of the TMNT stuff from NECA, and then the Mesco Storm Shadow and Robin. Yeah. Cool. All right, moving into our next topic. Plastic, Plastic confections. Um, are you getting a token this week, Prime? No, I am no token for me this time. Um, I got a 118th Joy Toy, the Ryzen Rego. So he's like a Ryzen Rego. It's a it's a new body uh, that they're using. It's like he's supposed to be a um, cyborg. So he has some cyborg parts. Kind of looks like a cable. It's really cool. Comes with the jetpack. I like I like his jetpack. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm pumped to open him up. And then I got some Super 7 stuff. I got the best turtle, Raphael. Nice, Raphael. And then I got Donnie. Not really the best turtle, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> so just wait on, and on my Leo. Nice. So you got Mikey already, too? Yeah, I got Mikey. Okay. Yeah, so those were it. My three so you got all the... four turtles complete. Nice. Yeah, I'm pumped. Cool. Uh, well, I got my uh, Legion's reinforcement wave finally showed up. Nice. Um. So I got quite a few figures out of that. I'm slowly opening them up. I'm trying to open all at once. But yeah. one of the ones I got open first was this Barbarian. He looks so freaking um, cool. He looks, I mean, he just looks awesome. And he comes with so much stuff. Like these horns here, you can take these out and replace them with other horns. Oh, sweet. He comes with all kinds of, like this whole piece comes off. You can replace yeah. this whole belt piece and uh, switch in something else. These pauldrons are removable. You can take these off and put like a different pauldron on there if you want. That's really cool. Um, you know, it's got the two different. Yeah. Uh, it comes with a different head sculpt. I mean, just you could you could almost make if you had two of these, you could almost make two completely different figures yeah. out of both of them. Yeah. Um, and for being, you know, it it definitely was one of the more expensive ones. It was fifty five dollars. Yeah. In that sale, but you get so much for your money, and oh, I'm yeah. just really impressed with it. Yeah, looks um, good. So yeah, the Barbarian uh, is awesome. And then I also opened up uh, Skeleton Builder. Uh, oh, these dope. are just really cool. Yeah, just great details in the head. Uh, it's not really coming out too well. Yeah. Nope. Okay. Not doesn't want to focus. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, $25 for this. Yeah, you can't beat that. You get so much stuff for your money. Again, these pauldrons come with it, so these can come off. You can display him without the pauldrons if you want. 
That's really cool. Or you can, I can take the ones from the dwarf or the barbarian here and use them on this guy. Or I can use all the barbarian's armor and put it on this guy. Put it on the skeleton. That's really cool. Yeah. That's one thing that's really cool about the legions is that all the parts swap with each other. So it doesn't matter if you've got a different figure. I mean, obviously there's different sizes. So, yeah, you know, an orc body won't go with a barbarian. But if you have a similar figure, you can swap out everything on that figure. Mm-hmm. So you can make all your own custom stuff. Um, and then I also got Sir Gerard opened. He's dope. He's really, oh, cool. That's really cool. I like him a lot. Yeah. He comes with two different head sculpts. This is the alternate one. Um, but yeah, I've got a few others that I want to open up too. I'm just kind of like, I'm opening it, enjoying it, and then opening awesome. up the next one. Yeah, you know? that's awesome. Yeah, they look really yeah, good. I'm trying to make sure I've got a display for it. And this kind of encouraged me to sort of reorganize as we were talking about our displays. Yeah. Like, okay, I got to start making room for legions now because that's going to be a bigger staple of my collection. So yeah. I got to clear out space for them. So I was kind of going through and everything. But yeah, uh, very happy with the legions uh, so far. Nice. And if you guys missed it, I was on uh, Dork Layers podcast last oh, yeah. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um he just kind of randomly asked me to be on. Uh, All Stars Five is coming out soon, so if you guys are into legions, uh, they're having a new voting session soon for the All Stars Five wave, which you can vote on any of the past figures that have come out. I think previous All Star waves are open for that. So if there's a figure that you want to get from legions and you haven't had a chance to get your hands on it, you can vote uh, on it. All Stars is yeah, you can vote on it and hopefully uh, get it approved to be made. So that's kind of cool. Oh, that's awesome. It's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on to the next topic. Nasty Nate's dirty trick for the week. Here we go. <laughs> um, so one thing that I really struggled for, and I still struggle on doing, are action shots. Where you're trying to sell action, or you've got two figures fighting, mm-hmm. or you've got someone punching someone else, or they're kicking each other. I mean, you name you name what, uh, it's anything action related. Yeah are probably some of the most difficult toy photography I've ever done action related shots, because the first thing you think about is how am I going to sell this action? You know, you watch a movie and it's easy because somebody's punching someone else. You can see, you know, the cause and the effect happening, but in a toy shot, it's a freeze frame. So all you have is that one frame to get the idea across. That's it. There's no precursor. There's no after effect. You have one shot to kind of get that action and it's really hard to sell that and figure out like, okay, what's the best perspective? Mm-hmm. What's the best angle? How can I get this in people's head that, that they know what's going on? How can I sell the action so that it really looks like that's happening? Obviously, part of it is the pose. That's a big part of it. If you don't have the pose right, it's not going to sell the image correctly. But the other part that I've discovered more and more and more over time are effect pieces that you can mm-hmm. add into that. Right. So one way you can really sell action is by adding effects, whether it's a BAM, you know, if you got like the Mezco advent calendar that came with a lot of great stuff. It did. You got the BAM, the boom, the uh, pow. Yeah. You got the punch effects. Um, There's been stuff released by Yamaguchi where they have that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think a few old Mezcos had like the bullet ricochet effects that came on Superman. Yep. Craig had like a blow up effect too. I mean, it's very far and few between, but if you are a long time collector, you probably have something in your collection that you maybe don't think about using 
as the right. uh, to sell the action, but it would really work. Um, so I've been trying to do that more and more. And when I'm doing an action shot, how can I try to sell this? And so I mm -hmm. had that recent photo with uh, the Rorschach and I put in the advent calendar punch effect because without that, before I took that shot, I, I was having a really hard time getting the point across that he was really pummeling him because it just looked like you kind of just had his, his fist on his face, you know? Uh, yeah. It didn't look like the action was really kind of hitting him. Yeah. I felt like as soon as I added that, it really sold the effect. So if, if you guys are struggling for an action shot, try to look for some effects yeah, or make your own. Really good. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. I've gotten a lot of great <laughs> feedback. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm not using this to try to toot my own horn. It's just like, I thought about it as I'm creating the shot, like, man, this effect piece did it. This is yeah. what sold it for me. You yeah. know, this is what made the shot complete. Um, so I know that's one thing I struggled with a long time is trying to sell the action in my shots, but just think about a, effect pieces, or if you guys don't have any, make your own. If you have a nice printer, you can print out a, a piece of paper. You can use blue tack to tack it on the figure's face or something or whatever yeah. the case, like just use your imagination. But there's just a lot you can do to add to a shot. And this, those little details, I feel like really sell an idea. So if you guys are having that kind of trouble, just look in your collection, look in your accessories. Yeah. What's something I can use that maybe isn't intended for what I'm going to use it for, but works oh, uh, yeah. nonetheless. That's usually what I think I had. Trick. Yeah. <clears throat> I had uh, the Tamashi effects when I had, uh, when I did shots for the Robin figure, the V toys Robin. Mm -hmm. I used like a smoke effect that was meant for smoke trails. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I ended up using it as a punch effect because it looked like it was sort of air coming off his yeah. fist or something like that. Just yeah. another example where I'm just trying to like think outside of the box. So hopefully that helps you guys. That's awesome. Uh, if you guys have effect pieces, maybe I'm not thinking about, let us know. Yeah. Or if you have a good source where you can get them, I think ACBA used to sell them. I don't think they're very easy to get though. Yeah um that group i think a lot of that stuff sells out quick but gps lot or gps lot on yeah, GPS eBay has stuff like that yeah so just look around uh, there's a lot out there okay uh last but certainly a lot least uh because it's probably one of the most my favorite pieces of the show is the figure aficionado but hey, as i'm saying that i don't have it queued up so let me just do that real quick and if you guys are listening and you don't think that we're giving someone proper attention, give us some ideas. Yeah. Uh, we've gotten not. a few ideas in the past and they've been really helpful. They've actually made me discover certain accounts that I didn't know about before. Oh, yeah. I'd love to hear from you guys. So, uh, you know, as you guys are hitting the like button, make sure you're also leaving a comment below about somebody that you want us to feature. Uh, I'd really, really appreciate that. Because I don't want these just to be my picks or Prime's picks. I want them to yeah. be community picks, too. Prime, Prime's picks. Prime's picks. Prime's <laughs> privates. Uh, so, yeah, figure <clears throat> aficionado for this week. Let me go ahead and share my screen for anybody listening. It is Matt Visions. Yeah. And it's, it's spelled M-A-T-T-V-I-S-I-O-N-Z-Z-Z. -Z -Z. Um, and this guy is a great photographer and he's got a very unique style you can see one of his quotes here is where there's an action figure there's rock nice uh this guy likes rock music he does a lot of rock music inspired shots i think he does all kinds of things um you can see like you know this isn't rock music but as we get into some of his gallery here you'll, you'll see what i'm talking about but i love this custom red hood um he got the the head painted by someone the body's from a 
black uh mezco death brigade mm -hmm. black skull got the jacket from cyclops you got a shirt from gps lot on ebay that's funny we were just talking about that so that's a cool custom figure yeah he's got this thor here uh which is like a custom fabric style thor it's another thing about this guy's uh gallery he's got a, a lot of really cool like custom figures or just things that he's done to figures that we've seen before that just give it a totally different look yeah that looks yeah, awesome great shots yeah great shot with uh red hood and batman you can see uh, i think stitch is consoling red hood <laughs> uh one of his one one of the ones that really kind of caught my attention i know we're going through some other great stuff here but this one stitch and batman rocking out together i thought this is so creative and cool that's awesome that's a, such a killer uh, shot <clears throat> yeah yeah i never think to put a guitar in batman's hand like that but man yeah. he really sold it it looks like he is shredding out on that guitar yeah um but yeah just super creative he's got other shots here where he did like a music set scene with the spider verse you got a bunch of different mafex figures rocking out together really cool just <clears throat> really really creative stuff here um yeah, but yeah go really through his gallery uh definitely give him some love give him a follow uh big shout out to you matt visions and i think oh wait is that a prime arcade i think it is a prime arcade where was that at right there oh wait let's go to this one yep boom yeah, yeah. that's prime baby right there <laughs> yeah yeah, because I was like, awesome. I'm following for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. So, yeah, you can even see some of Prime's uh, art featured in there. Yeah. He's done a few shots just, with arcades. Yeah. With the, he yeah. asked for the Venom and, uh, Venom and Wolverine specific uh, screenshot. So, those killer. Nice. Killer, killer stuff. Yeah, those came out great. Yeah. Big shout out to you, Matt Visions. Uh, Matthew Gonzalez, you're absolutely killing it, dude. Um, I hope you get uh, a bigger following because you definitely yeah, deserve it. For sure. But, yeah. You're our figure aficionado this week. Let us know what you guys think. And like I said, please give us some suggestions on people that you want to see. I'd love to hear from you guys uh, on your thoughts about the figure aficionado. Awesome. And that's it, guys. Another episode done in the books. We hope you guys enjoyed our theme for this week. Again, it was just focusing on our display collection. Uh, let us know your thoughts, comments. Shoot us that feedback. Make sure you hit that like. Um, check out our site if you want to scope out some of our merch that we got up there. Um, and hopefully we'll be bringing out some more stuff too. So something's cooking in the oven. So gotta get that summer apparel out, you know? That's right. Yeah. We're changing in the season. So maybe you'll see some more t-shirts coming down the line, but yeah. yeah. Uh, to prime's point, hit the like button, leave a comment. We'd love to hear for your feedback on this episode. Thanks for all the comments and the likes on our previous two episodes. Seems oh, like yeah. you guys really like those interviews. Something we're definitely going to be doing more of here pretty soon. And if you're not subscribed already, what are you doing? with your lives <laughs> subscribe hit that notification bell we got a comment last time that said hey guys i'm an audio listener uh maybe if you could just do a a little bit more explaining uh on the video we oh, really nice. try hard to do that uh we appreciate the feedback but if there are interview guests or like mike's episode specifically yeah i really recommend you guys watch the video on that one yeah it's, it's a little tough yeah there's not a lot we can do to help explain that uh, because he's he's literally walking through his workshop so if yeah. you guys want to see that yeah obviously we we appreciate you audio listeners we really appreciate that but mm -hmm. check out the video version too if you haven't checked it out before you might see something that surprises you yeah um and some of those episodes the future ones might be more video heavy 
Yeah. Um, so we're definitely going to try to cater to both, but just yep. throwing it out there. If you're not subscribed, if you're not checking out our video versions, please check them out from time to time. Yeah. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah. And as always, you guys can check me out on Instagram and Twitter, Prime to the First. Uh, something goofy's going on with my Facebook page, so I'm going to take a break from the Prime to the First Facebook page. Um, but Instagram and Twitter, uh, you guys still follow me there. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and occasionally TikTok, all at, at figurefan underscore Nate. Uh, big thanks to all you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to The Figure Booth.